This week on Low Earth Orbit, we review Grim Fandango Remastered. My kid uh, wants another balloon animal. Ah, jeez, what now? Robert Frost, trying to stump me, eh? Ta-da! Welcome to Low Earth Orbit. I'm Justin Voss. I'm Scott Stevenson. I'm Steve Merman. All right, so this week we're reviewing Grim Fandango Remastered. Uh, this is a re-release of Grim Fandango, which originally came out in 1998. It was a LucasArts game. Um, and... It was directed by, uh, or produced, no, directed by Tim Schafer, mm-hmm. uh, who now owns and operates Double Fine, uh, which is another, uh, a game studio that we reviewed some other games of. We uh, talked about Space Space DF9 yep. a while ago. And uh, he's also, now his company, Double Fine, came back and did a remastered version of Grim Nego, and that just came out recently back, uh, I think, at the end of January of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, it's available on a bunch of different platforms. Um, I think we basically all played it on desktop, unless one of you played it on like PlayStation or Steam, something, right? Yeah, yeah, Steam. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, and I think the synopsis of this game would be described as it's a it's an adventure game, like the old LucasArts adventure games, like Indiana Jones or The Dig or um, Day of the Tentacle or Monkey Island. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh, it's set in this interesting like Art Deco slash film noir. Is that how you pronounce that? Noir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Refer to our good okay. <laughs> expert judges um, version. So, Art Deco film noir version of the Mexican Day of the Dead sort of thing slash afterlife something. So far, we're probably doing okay. I yeah, think. All, the, all the characters are dead. They're skeletons, um, and uh, yeah, but they all you know, but they you know live in the city with like all this interesting like architecture and stuff, and drive around old cars, and you know wear suits and have jobs as travel agents and uh, hijinks ensue. And I guess that's the, <laughs> <laughs> what more the short know? version. I don't know. So the main character, Manny, is that the... Yeah, Manny. Manny, yeah. yeah. He's a travel Manuel. agent. Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's basically like, he has like a Grim Reaper outfit that he puts on Which and is, goes and like yeah. collects people's souls and then tries to get them packages on like cruise ships and trains <laughs> to go to the night, because they're in the, the eighth underworld right. and they're trying to all get to the ninth underworld. Right. And so like, yeah, and there's sort of the implication there that, that like it well it takes a really long time you know and like you kind of have to like serve out your time in the eighth underworld before you get to sort of the reward of the ninth underworld and so that's sort of like Manny's thing is that like he's trying to just sort of like get by and like do his time until he can you know get out of here and actually go on to like the next great thing and he, yeah and he's dissatisfied with his job as you know, travel agent. Yeah. we're starting to get into the nitty gritty. <laughs> And you can switch actually back and forth between the old version of the game and the new version of the game. Yeah, which is super cool. Do you guys do that? No. There's a key, I think backslash or something. Uh, uh, delete key or backspace. Delete key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, But when you press it, it'll toggle between the updated renderer and the old renderer, um, which is pretty wild to see. Yeah. Wow. I should, I'm going to try this out. Yeah, what's really interesting too is that like the um, all the background artwork is like pre-rendered. Um, and only the characters themselves are actually mm-hmm. rendered like at, when you're playing it. So that's the only part that really changes, right? Because they didn't upgrade the backgrounds, like all the backgrounds of the original. So just the characters themselves, yeah. you suddenly like, oh, they have like quadruple the number of pixels <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and actual like lighting and shading. Yeah. And like, because before it was all just like flat textures. And with the updated one, I'm, I was reading some like behind the scenes thing and they were saying that like one of the cool parts of the remastered version is that like um, 
like when uh, Manny like lights a cigarette or something. Like if you if you just stand around for like a while and don't oh, yeah, touch just, anything, yeah. he like just lights up a cigarette. And uh, in the old version, it, it was kind of weird. They couldn't make it look right. In the new version, like the match can like light up his face and like, oh, do all kinds of like cool lighting effects. Multiple light do. sources. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, that <laughs> is really cool. Or just light sources. Light sources. <laughs> yes, 3D with lights. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, which which one of us actually came up with the idea to do this one? Was this a group effort? Uh, I think you had mentioned before yeah. that. Oh, I know what happened. We were talking about. Um, some other game, and I was listing a bunch of these games that get remastered, and you hooked mm. onto it. You're like, oh, yeah, that's the one I've always wanted to play because I think it had been on your list for a while, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, back when it was new-ish, I had heard about it and I didn't really know the details of the plot, but just something about it seemed like really interesting. And now that the remastered version came out, it's like, oh, man, like, game that I never got to play at the time. Yeah. I go check it out. Um, okay. So I think it was a group effort. I don't, yeah, I don't know so if there's I, I guess I'm trying to figure out, like, who was, like, the most skeptical before we started, like... That's a really interesting question. So I don't know. I, I, I didn't really know anything about it. Yeah. I guess I'll go. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't, I had heard the name before and mm-hmm. I knew it involved the, the, the Day of the Dead stuff and I had seen stills of it and I was kind of like, I got the gist of what it was. It was like a noir thing. Still saying it, right? Noir thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to be cutting over to Steve the whole time. Uh, I, so it was a noir thing. I knew it was point and click adventure. I knew it was this LucasArts kind of era. But beyond that, I didn't have any sense of like whether it was comedy or serious or anything like that. And it is a comedy. And I was, um, I think I'm always fairly skeptical going into these sort of remastered games mm. because I always feel like there really isn't that much they update. Uh, maybe this is more biting on the console where it's like you're playing something where they, they it started in 3D. I guess this kind of did, but you know, the games that start in 3D and then they go to the next console and it's just like more polygons or something, but it's not usually worth the price. You think of like the last was remastered or like or, one of those, or like one of those things the Halo or, or something, yeah, you know, something yeah. like that. And it's, it's usually kind of, it, it doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't usually, I, I feel like I didn't enjoy playing those because it wasn't that big of a thing, but this one I'd never played. So it was a little bit different. Um, it's interesting. Okay. So I, I have mixed feelings about this. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, it's been one really important thing to mention is it's been a long time since I've played a, a point and click adventure game of this style. So I, I mean, I don't even know, 10 years or something mm-hmm. since I played something like this. And I didn't, I, I think I had an idea of what it was like, but going back through it, I don't know if this is the typical adventure game nowadays. Basically what this comes down to is I really like the characters and I really like the story and the writing is really clever and it's, often laugh out loud funny in a lot of cases the game is not fun to play like, <laughs> it's just like there's there's just so many and i'm i don't know if at the time it felt different but now my reaction like my picture of this game is watching manny walk <laughs> like and it's just crazy sometimes incredibly slowly yeah like there's you just to make it run right what <laughs> Are well, you serious? If you double click, he runs. Or if you hold the shift key, he runs. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you played the whole game. <laughs> it never tells me to do that. How would you tolerate that? I was, okay, so. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We should have, like, met earlier. Well, so here's so here's the other thing is that because. Well, and then plus you, you click and you think he's going one direction and then he goes the other direction. Yeah. Like, oh, he like, walks so slowly down this, like, really long, like, street or something. Like, oh, no, he went that way again. Like Wait a, for him to finish going that you know, way. You can, use, you can use the arrow key is to just move him directly what? instead of holy smokes <laughs> you guys <laughs> it's a point click adventure game yeah but you don't know have i mean the whole thing about tank control okay. means such a big deal okay hold clearly. on hold on okay so the, I gotta, first i'm gonna tell you how i played the game and then you can tell me how i should play the game good god 
So literally this was so because what I remember from playing these games in the past is like you didn't have any of that stuff. There was no run key or there was no like the way they compensated for it is the spaces were small. Mm -hmm. So I was just like clicking like what I thought. (laughs) And like there were some of these some of these things were like comically large like <laughs> to like there's a place where you go on the rooftop where the like some pigeons are and yeah, you have to yeah. collect something and it's like the size of a football field <laughs> and i clicked i'm like there's no way this is the way they expect this to be but because it's one of these classic games there's no there's no tutorial or anything no 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 it yeah. just starts yeah. you're just there and it's like oh i guess i can just click on stuff and like i was figuring that would be enough but so i mean you know it, it happened the one time on the roof and i was like okay well this is probably an exceptional circumstance mm. or whatever no, it is <laughs> the entire time I played. I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Like I'm saying, like to the point, literally the way I ended up playing is I have two monitors. So I'd have him walking on one screen and over here I'd be like an eBay, like Amazon. No joke. Seriously. Because I was like, and I'd just be doing stuff. Like, nope. Not halfway. Nope. Be doing and I was just like, I thought this was just the game, the way the game was played and people didn't mind back then because they didn't have as much stuff to do or something. <laughs> so I was like, God, am I so like used to fast moving stuff that it, so I don't know. Maybe I need to like. I kind of feel like my, my review is not going to be fair now because <laughs> there was no indication like how to run. Or I guess I should have looked at the help thing or like. I mean, this is a criticism of the game that like you know it doesn't give you any assistance at all. Yeah. Like, to give you any indication well, of okay. what to do. So there's another much bigger thing. What I wish ultimately, what I wish is that I wish I could just watch it as like a cartoon or whatever because mm-hmm. it was fun. You know, like I, I really enjoyed like it's such an irreverent take on everything, mm-hmm. and it's like there's so many kind of like. I don't know. I don't know what the type of humor it is, but it's like kind of like surprising jokes that they call out or like completely Mm. deadpan delivery in a lot of cases Mm -hmm. or like uh, like here's an example is like they say, well, what are you qualified for as a job? He's like, well, I'm a salesman. He's like, well, I've only got one mop, you know, like (laughs) that kind of thing where it's like, you know, just sort of the subtle humor. But yeah. So aside from the walking simulator aspect of it, like (laughs) the other thing is like I was taking a really long time trying to figure out some of the puzzles and I was like. I just didn't feel like I was going to get done in time to review for the show. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start looking through the walkthrough just to like get somewhere mm-hmm. of substance. And I started reading the solutions. I'm like, I don't think I ever would have tried these things. Yeah. Like just particularly early on, I'm just like, there was this particular, this balloon, uh, uh, there's a clown with balloons. Yeah. And there's some, comp- comp- uh, you know, very specific combination of balloons you need to get. And he offers like six. And you Is need it? like two of one and one of another. Yeah, I used all of them. Or I don't know. This is this is what was my okay, experience. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I missed something, but like, um, but just all kinds of weird things that work in ways that like just completely defy logic. So mm. you, you have this collection of things, and I guess the assumption is that you can say, well, this would probably do this thing, and you can match them up. But it was just completely nonsensical. I mean, there was no connection to them. And I was like, I really don't think I would want to play a game where it's just utterly trial and error, mm-hmm. you know, and through this complete combinatoric of everything you have with the you know hour and a half walking between different places. <laughs> So I don't know if games have always been this way. It's just been so long since I played them that I forgot that this is one of the tropes of it. But it it was really, really a chore. And I, I didn't I mean I didn't finish the game because I just literally didn't have time and I was it felt frustrating yeah. to sit down and play. I did enjoy the cutscenes, which it's like the opposite of the usual experience. <laughs> have, right? It's like I just stopped the cutscenes, I just want to play. But this is like, oh, I've got to like click through some random things. We should talk in the spoilers about one that I thought was ridiculously bad. Okay. Um so overall, I, I just I just don't think I can recommend it because it just well now that you can run, I mean, that changes a little <laughs> bit. But still, like, even just even if I was running everywhere, the the puzzle thing is not satisfying. It's just, oh, you happen to guess the one wacky combination of things. Yeah. And it's just, it's it feels really poorly designed now. Like, there's just not, yeah, I just, I can't recommend it. But it, it is, if you watch somebody else play who knows what they're doing, that's fun. I mean, I enjoyed the dialogue and everything. But 
sorry, really long-winded version of, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it, but not the playing part. Okay. What were your thoughts, Steve? Um, well, well, one of the things, so I, I first started out, like, I was really just delighted to see the LucasArts gold guy again. Like, I hadn't seen... Oh, you know, the talking abstract, about the, yeah, 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 like the little intro logo. I feel like so many games I played when I was a kid, like, started out with that, you know, yeah. like, I'm, you know, like, Sam and Max, or Day of the Tentacle, or, like, uh, the Rebel Assault, The Dig, oh, yeah. Dark Forces, like, all these games... Uh, always start with that thing. I kind of completely forgotten about it, and then it was there again. I was like, oh, like just brought me back to my childhood. Um, but I hadn't, I had not played uh, this game though when it was when it first came out. I hadn't even heard of it, so I, and I didn't even have any idea what it was what it was going into it. So <laughs> it was kind of like it was kind of a shock. I mean, it was shocking. Then I was like, oh wait, this feels kind of like da- like Data Tentacle, kind of absurd, you know. Mm-hmm. And then and and uh, and I and I I, I like the like the, the absurdity of the premise and, I, and that kind of that. It felt like that era of LucasArts, like where they just like take this crazy premise and just run with it, you know. And um, and so that that was that was cool. Um, but uh, I sort of had a similar experience to Scott. I mean, in many many ways, not knowing about running, for example. <laughs> <laughs> like very quickly, I was like, oh my god! Like and, and like control. So I like that click on, kind of like they'd be in some like some road, and there'd be like mm-hmm. all these like. Because there'd be like a street and there'd be like you know, alleys going in different directions and you're like, I want to go in that alley, click on the, click on the alley. And it's like you walk, walk the other direction and he's yeah. like, <laughs> and then like, I clicked right on the alley. Like, how did you not go over there? You know, the controls just were like bizarrely, you know, like misinterpreted yeah. a lot of times. So that was frustrating. And then the slowness was really, <laughs> 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 which I feel a little bad about now as well. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, but I really like, I was less bothered by that than I was by, like yeah, I felt that the, I felt the puzzles felt sort of unsatisfying. I didn't feel like accomplished after just, after right. doing them. Yeah. I felt just like oh, th- that's what it was, you know. Like I needed to go to this computer and choose this this option. Like yeah, I, I don't know. They felt like like a tri- trial error. Like you just had to like click on everything to see if it, it was possibly interactive, and then just like you know, loop back around the same like five, you know, you know, same locations over and over again until you figure out until you had gotten like every you'd like. Right, the right combination of everything in every location, and then you, know, you could move on. So they didn't, you know, it's not, it, it wasn't as satisfying. And like, I don't know there's like Mist is kind of like that too, where you just kind of mm-hmm. go on, and click on things, and you know, put together puzzles. <laughs> but I feel like it was just so beautiful and and delightful, like a place to like be, like those worlds that I was like, I was okay with that. And there was just like a really compelling, deeper mystery that I was you know, propelled by. And here, I did not enjoy the art style. <laughs> <laughs> Because like I know Art Deco is not really my thing, yeah. and like this particular take on it was not really my thing either. And yeah. so I like the you know the, the crazy premise, but mm-hmm. like it wasn't beautiful to look at, and it wasn't like a particularly great sound design or anything else to kind of like make me just enjoy being there. Mm-hmm. And then so then like the puzzles just you know weren't enough. And I kind of wanted to get on to the next phase. Mm-hmm. And maybe it would be better. And then it, why now? <laughs> I don't think it ever really was. I, I didn't finish the game. Um, so. Yeah, I, I don't really recommend it either. I mean, it's I, I I sort of applaud it, you know, like the 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 originality of it, but I didn't really have fun playing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what did you think? <laughs> wow. Um. What, what, but what start with like? Did you know about it before and all that kind of stuff? Because neither I think we didn't know anything. Did you know about it? I knew very little. I mean, I knew that it had like the day that it theme, and I knew that it kind of had like the sort of old school style and that was kind of all that I knew um and I didn't really know how that all kind of fit together but it just seemed interesting and so um you know I had the chance to play the remastered version like oh cool um so yeah so I definitely so I've played at least one other LucasArts adventure game that I can think of which is The Dig 
which is like the sci-fi one. Um, and it was tough. You know, like the puzzles were tough. Like they I think they were tough the same way that these ones were, right? And like um I definitely at the end of it kind of had a feeling like, yeah, okay, some of those puzzles were like that was crazy. Like there was no way that a reasonable person like could have guessed that. And I think that that's the case here sometimes too. Like they have this weird sort of like dream logic to the puzzles, right? Like, well, if I take these things and put them together and I'll do this. And you're like, who thought that? Like, uh-huh. no, like, I don't know. Cause I guess that like my strategy, like with the game is sort of be like, well, if I was really in the situation, like what would yeah. I be trying to do? And that's never the answer yeah, yeah. basically. Right. And so it stops sort of being a game about like, well, what's like a reasonable thing to do? And it starts to become a game of like, well, what did the game designer want me to do? Which is like not the same thing, right? Um, so yeah, I did have to look up like a ton of hints. Like, uh, and it was cool. Actually, I found this website. Uh, we'll have to put a link to it in the show notes. I can't remember what it is offhand. But um, it would give you hints, but it like specifically like doled them out like only a little bit at a time. And, oh. so, and it would like, it would hide the ones that you hadn't explicitly clicked on so you wouldn't spoil yourself for like other things. Huh. So then it would give you, it starts like a really broad hint and then it would slightly give you like slightly more specific hints until it basically just like tells you the answer. Hmm. Which is nice because then I could sort of get like a prod in the right direction and be like, oh, okay, maybe I'll try this. Or it would just tell you the item that you need but not where to get it mm. or like whatever. Um, so that was kind of helpful. Um, overall, I... I enjoyed the game. Uh, I thought it was fun. I, the puzzles were like, I got stuck on some of them sometimes, but I don't know. I guess when I started the game, I felt really bad when I had to turn to like the hints, you know, like I read the hints to be like, man, I'm like failing the game that I have to read <laughs> these hints. And then I don't remember at what point in the game it was, but I just reached a point where I'm like, who am I trying to impress? Or like, <laughs> like, you know, like, like, I guess on some level, I was like, well, I'm not really enjoying the game like the way it's meant to be enjoyed if I have to like rely on this other thing to get me through it. And at a certain point, I was like, well, if it's not fun to play right. without the hints and it is fun to play with the hints, I should just play with the hints. Right. Like who I'm not doing anybody any favors by like not liking the game because I didn't want to read the hints out of some like macho idea that I don't need hints to like finish the game. So, um, so you basically did what Scott said he wanted to do, which is basically watch the game. Well, I don't know. No, no. I made a solid effort at the puzzles. But as soon as I got stuck for more than like a minute or two, I'd be like, screw it. I'm going to look at a hint, you know? And like I, sometimes it took me just one hint. Sometimes it took me a couple hints, you know? But I was just like, I just don't ever want to feel like I'm just bashing my head against the wall. I do that at work. I don't need to do that, <laughs> you know? Like I don't need to do that when I'm playing a video game, right? So it's like, uh, I don't know. So I think it really helped to have the hint system. Um, but yeah, I love the humor. You know, the story was uh, funny and interesting. Um, I finished the game. Uh, all the way through and um, yeah I thought it was cool I think I would recommend it but with like a giant asterisk that like it is still a game from 1998 like they updated the graphics they didn't update the gameplay they didn't update not all the graphics well yeah some of them (laughs) yeah still a little rough but like yeah so if you know like what you're getting yourself into um, I think it can be really cool Um, and if and if that kind of game is like a thing that you want to do or whatever like if you coming at it like from the right angle or like whatever i think it can be cool but like just as a hey you've never heard of this just go out and play it yeah it's kind of tough to recommend to like a modern audience but uh but no i thought it was cool and fun and um yeah i'm glad that they remastered it and i got a chance to play it yeah the puzzle thing i mean i i kind of think like if if you contrast this with when we interviewed the people um behind monument valley Mm -hmm. what they said was that the reason like they would they would be play testing Monument Valley and people would get kind of stuck, but 
but then they wouldn't want to tell them what it was because they were close to it. Mm. And then when they when they figured it out for themselves, there was sort of that satisfaction of, oh, I, I pieced that together. And I think I think that's why, you know, you sort of have that feeling of I don't want to look up the hints because I'm not I'm not getting the most fun I could get from this. Yeah. But I think because of the nature of the puzzles, it's not it's not something where you have there's like a hierarchy of knowledge. Right. It's just like. I'll just try some more random stuff. And it's yeah. like, it's like a total like crapshoot. Like, yeah. oh, I happen to guess the, you know, the, the fire extinguisher could be put into a sandwich and like I can <laughs> put that inside of a car. It's just right. stuff that makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. So it's not like, I think the thing is like, there's no, the reason I don't feel guilty about it in the same way you don't is that there's no real sense of accomplishment when you've done it. So you don't feel like you're cheating yourself out of anything. You're just yeah, gaining guess. back some time. Yeah. You would, if there was some sort of logic or if you could build up some sort of base of like, oh, this is how the rules of this world work, then you could kind of feel like you're making progress. Yeah. But there's no way to like level up, right? It's just like. I guess not. I did feel like I got better at them as I went. Oh, and okay. then I needed, I, the, I needed the hints less, like the further I got in the game. I mean, I, there was never a point in the game where I didn't need any hints at all. But I feel like I did sort of get better. And I don't think it's because like the puzzle started making any sense. I think I just sort of like feel out the mind of the designer a little <laughs> okay. bit more. You know what I mean? Where it's yeah. like, okay, this particular person's brand of like zany logic is kind of like this it's like okay i can roll with that and like it doesn't make actual sense but like it seems like i can sort of like get a feel for that whatever i don't know maybe i'm like totally making this up well it did, it did i mean it did feel to me at least within the first third of the game that like the learning curve i mean it really is really hard in the beginning yeah. for some reason and then it actually gets a little bit easier in this sort of second area mm-hmm. or third area i guess um so it felt a little unbalanced. Like you would almost think like the first puzzles would be super easy just mm. to sort of ease you in. But there was like stuff that I like never would yeah. have guessed. Yeah. Like, and it just like literally it's not it's not that I mind sitting there and like trying to hand somebody six different things. It's that right. you would often have to book all the way to the other end of town yes. and get something. There's a lot of fetch quests kind of. Yeah. And it feels like you get you get all the way to someplace and realize you don't have the one thing you need, which is like literally on the opposite end of the level. And you're right. like. This is silly. I know what to do. I just and that's yeah, and that's one of those things where it's like a game design thing. It's just yeah. like no tutorials is like yeah. It's just like nowadays games have tutorials and like almost to the point where it's like too handholdy, right? right? Where it's like have you guys seen the, like these photos or uh, like Photoshop jobs where it's like if Super Mario Bros. was made today and it would have like all this tutorial crap yeah. like all over like <laughs> jump on this thing like Duh, do all this stuff and it's like yeah you, you know like some games right. didn't really need all that or maybe just Mario itself is like so ingrained in everyone's heads. Yeah. Like they don't need a tutorial. But yeah, so the note tutorials is like just a modern game design thing. And I think also um, the like, uh, oh man, I had this thought and I just told us. Oh, like fast travel, right? Like that's the thing that I kind of wanted in the yeah. game where it's like, especially in year two when you're in uh, Rubicaba and you're like running around doing all this stuff. It just feels like it takes forever to get right. from one end to the other. And you have to do it like a million times. And it's like, I know exactly where I want to go. I wish I could just bring up a map and just click where I want to go and then just be there, you yeah. know? And like maybe they can take that ability away at certain times for like plot reasons, but like for the vast majority of the game, I don't care. Like I know yeah. I don't want to see, I've seen the scenery, it's great. I don't want to see it another 100 times, you know? So it's like And you can't really I mean it's it's also different than a modern game because in a full 3D game like as you're walking through the town, you'll get different angles on right. things, but these are all pre-rendered. So right. it's like you've literally seen that exact scene yeah. multiple times. Yeah. It's not like there's a day-night cycle. Or, it's like you can, yeah. a lot of times you can even take a different route in this game. It's like, no, yeah. it's nope. the same thing every single time. pretty much only one yeah. way to get everywhere. Yeah, yeah even, you know, even honestly, just navigating is sometimes not super apparent. Like, there's some oh, places no. where yeah. you can't, you don't really know that there's, like, a, some other place you can go. Yeah, there's, like, a whole, there was a whole section of, of Rubicon that I didn't even know you could go to because it's just, like, 
the camera angles were poor that they had chosen. And yeah. so like there's one spot where it's like kind of a really long shot and you can sort of see the entrance to the place that you're going. And then as you walk towards it, the camera angle flips around oh, yeah. and now you're looking completely I the opposite the way. And angle. now it's like, wait, but okay. But I didn't, I, no, it wasn't even like a wait, but it was just like a, Oh, okay. There's nothing more over there. It's like, no, actually you can go all the way out there. Yeah. But like you just have to kind of see that in the yeah. details in the distance. And it's like, yeah. So I don't know. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't regret playing the time that I played, but yeah. I just, it, it would be hard to, I mean, there's so many other interesting things to do, you know, in yeah. the game space. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, yeah. One of the things that I wondered is like, if I were to go back and replay a lot know, of these, these, right? these games, like when yeah. I was a kid, like, would like, you, would I enjoy them now? Yeah. Like, I mean, cause part of me, like, I mean, I had a lot more time <laughs> as a kid. Well, there's less stuff, right? Like, there wasn't like as many movies and games. Yeah, and and like, I, that many, I had very few games that I had, you know, that I had a, had a hold of. So, like, you know, I played all of them, you know, all the <laughs> way through. And this is my 400th playthrough. Of this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like, part of me wonders if just you know, is it just like the fact that I have less time and maybe you know more options for you know in a more satisfying entertainment you know right now well the walking thing i feel just throws off our perspective because yeah, yeah. it was just i mean yeah, i was literally on yeah, multiple it's really or, or, or do i just have like these rose colored glasses like you know remember fondly these games that maybe weren't as great as i thought uh, give me a little bug. Yeah. i just it's just it boggles my mind that i mean i guess it's a public service message that we can tell everybody if you're playing be sure to run <laughs> yes but it's just like, shift i mean it's just, shift, 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 makes you run. i mean it's just it, it almost seems irresponsible to not at just one sentence somewhere in the game to say Hold shift. Yeah. Like one time would have been enough. <laughs> or like even just make him run, you know? Sure. Do you need to walk? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> really? Is it really necessary for the dramatic tension yeah. to walk over? Yeah. yeah. I feel. I mean, I feel bad, but it's just like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess you played through it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I mean, just, it, I, I, was, I was trying to calculate. It was like, wow, I really don't know how long it would take me to play this game walking. Like, it yeah. feels like it would take like 40 hours. And be like, I don't think I'd want to play 40 hours of Grim Fandango. I mean, it, <laughs> a few hours is okay. Sure. No. Yeah. I wonder, is it, did it end up on iPad at any point? I wonder if they. I doubt it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, they could have. I, yeah. I, I was, when I was looking at Wikipedia earlier, it made it sound like it was basically like consoles and like Mac and PC. Yeah. Well, so it. what happened to LucasArts? It, it, it got bought Netflix? by Disney and I think they kind of shut it down. I think they just sort of been disbanded. Right? Yeah. 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 So like, did they just buy the rights to it? Oh, I think Disney owns it? the rights. But I, I mean, think but, the, oh. Double fine. I think Tim Schafer just like knew a guy. It was like Yeah. There was a weird I think it was a just a I don't I don't know the details, I, but I think it was because of the history. I'm gonna go out and live and guess Disney does not care about this IP, like at all. And so they're like, Oh, sure. Cut us a song. <laughs> if you make any money, send us some, right? It's like they're like, whatever, knock yourself out, kid. You're gonna play with the Grim Fandang. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm trying, like, I'm, this has made me a little bit gun shy about trying some of the newer adventure games that are coming out. And I don't know if maybe it, maybe it shouldn't. Well, but those are informed by all the game design yeah. innovation that's happened between now and then, right? Like, the difficult, difficulty curves will be tuned differently. And, like, there'll be more tutorial stuff. And it'll be, like, they'll model their controls off of newer games that you're more yeah. used to. And just, like, tons of, like, subtle stuff where it's, like... And you'll actually get like real, you know, 3D graphics, and like it'll be, that's true. Yeah, you know, it'll be interactive in the way that you've come to expect. From yeah, the, the cutscenes are really rough. Like, yeah, like once you once you've activated something, and they it was obviously too complex of an animation to render it back. So on they the just day. like paste a video on yeah. top of the thing. <laughs> it's like, Mist would do that too, though. Like you could see the scenes yeah, pretty yeah, badly yeah. missed too. Well, it, it, but it's not. It's more jarring now because it's remastered. Yeah, because it's like the quality actually gets lower when they switch yeah. to the cutscenes. Because you're like, oh yeah. yeah. And I feel like they shouldn't have re- 
re-rendered that? Like they may not have the assets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're probably lucky to get what they need. <laughs> Can buy, anybody? Right? Yeah, it, to the entire office. Yeah. Anybody have this video? Like, <laughs> actually, no. I think there was a maybe there was a Polygon article that I was reading about, where, like how they got the rights and all this stuff. But I think that like to get the actual asset files, they actually had to dig. Like this guy literally had them like in a cardboard box in his garage, and they had. And not only did he have the tapes, he had like one of the last machines left that could read the tapes or oh something like that. And so <laughs> they had to just like scrape off just like a little bit at a time off of these things. Wow. Like yeah. Okay, so overall impressions of the game, Scott. Uh, it was fun. I can't really. I mean, it was the story was fun, but I, I don't think I could recommend it. Okay, Steve. Uh, I applaud the premise, uh, but I cannot recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that you appreciate it, but you don't enjoy it? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, Good job on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I liked it. I had fun playing it. Um, I would recommend it, but only to people who understand what that era of LucasArts games are and are willing to accept the yeah. level of gameplay that comes with it. But for most people, it would be, it would come with a very big asterisk. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, uh, we're going to move on and talk about some spoiler stuff after the break. Before we go do that, um, if you'd like to contact us and tell us how wrong we are about Grim Fandango <laughs> or uh, anything else that we've talked about, um, you can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash show. You can find our website where we have all the show notes. We mentioned that a couple of times. We'll put links to stuff that we talked about. That's on our website at lowearthorbit.fm. You can also find all of our older episodes there. So um, we've actually got a bunch of episodes we did back before we even started doing YouTube. Yep. Uh, we have a bunch of audio-only episodes, mm-hmm. so those are all there. The classics. Yes, <laughs> from the archives. Yes. Um, we have our email address, which is uh, feedback at lowearthorbit.fm, on Twitter, at Show, and we have a voicemail line. So the phone number for our voicemail hotline <laughs> is... What's a hotline now? <laughs> it didn't get upgraded. 573 573- Eight eight zero four four two zero. If you get a picture, of pretzel. call the number on your screen now. <laughs> we have to get a picture of pretzel with the, the operator thing. <laughs> Operators are standing by. So you should tell them though. What, what should they do when they call? Uh, yeah, you can call, leave a voicemail, tell us uh, your opinion on Grim Fandango or about anything else we reviewed. Something you want us to review. Just uh, what you're up to, you know. Yes, <laughs> criticisms of our hairstyles. Whatever, it's fine. Leave us a voicemail. We'll put it on the show. Okay, so on to the spoilers. Okay, so do we have any spoilers, things we want to talk about? Any spoilers, puzzles you want to complain so, about? So one, the puzzle, I think that I, I hit a wall on, which, you know, of the this really isn't fun to play, mm-hmm. is the, the tree thing. We have to topple the tree. I actually got that without having to look up any hints. Really? Yeah, it was, was tough, like, though. That was hard. I was like... So I guess, in fairness, I guess that one. Once you get what the thing is, then you can you can work your way yeah. there. But it's a little subtle. Well, it's just, well, okay, I can get over the subtle part, but it's stupid tedious. Like yeah. you're like wheeling it a little bit more, a little bit more, a oh, little back, a little back, little back. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, it just it, uh, that whole scene. It just it was like the art direction there was just really super boring, and it was just yeah. like there's like beavers and like <laughs> it's just like none of it. Just it just felt like so much like so what was filler. The what was the farthest you got in the game? Out of curiosity, not very far. I, I think I got. Um, I was dealing with the ship stuff, basically. So, uh, like, right, like trying to basically not, get not quite, onto the ship. Not to year two, I think. I think I'm. I'm you maybe, were probably in year two. Uh, yeah, a year later. Yeah, yeah so yeah. in year two. Okay. Yeah, that, that's not very far through, right? Mm, well, there's only four, five. Let me think. There's the you start out in. The city, yeah, and then the second year you're in Rubicava, and then yep. the third year you're 
this island thing. Year four? I think it's only four. Okay. Because I think that in year four is when you start to backtrack. Okay. I think there's only four. Yeah. No, I think there's four. Because yeah. they all talk about it takes four years to get to the Ninth Underworld, right? So it spends four years. Yeah. I mean, it did get better for whatever it's worth. Like, once you actually have the club... And like, you know, after the first year when you actually have the club and you've got oh, people yeah. down there, it's yeah. like, it just feels like more of an alive game. Yeah, totally. But that in-between point, actually even almost at the very beginning, but it, particularly in the Petrified Forest, it's mm-hmm. just, it's like super boring in every yeah. respect. It's like, there's nothing there and you're like... The setting's not interesting. Yeah. The puzzles aren't interesting. How long yeah. does it take you to get to the second year? How long? Yeah. Well, I didn't, I mean, it, it's kind of hard to answer because I like, I didn't really even know what I was supposed to be doing for a while until yeah. I started looking up, looking up hints, so... I don't know, a few hours or something like that, I guess. Like, of, of continuous combined playtime. Sure, sure, sure. How far did you get? I mean, I really didn't get very far at all. <laughs> like, I got to the end of the first, like, level, like, whatever, that you know, like, that, out of the city, basically. Okay, so you made it into the forest. Yeah. Okay. It's still the first year, right? Yeah, so you're about halfway through, because I think the first year. Because um, okay. I think that you get to the forest, and then there's, like, a handful of things to do in the forest. You have to, like... You have, to you have to drown all the beavers, and you have right. to get the the sign to get the key. Right. The sign was the worst. Well, first, I hated that puzzle. Actually, the first thing you have to do is you have to like get his heart back. That's not that was that was easy, yeah. Though. I guess that was super quick, but uh, like, but just by the way, in terms of walking, like walking through the forest, yeah. not knowing you can run, <laughs> that felt like abusively slow. <laughs> I was like, they would, so when you got the car, you thought it was fantastic, right? You're like, yeah. oh, thank God, I can finally go. Fast. Except then, like he would start to drive. This is the worst because he would start to drive, and he go into you go into one of the corners, uh-huh. and like I guess some built-in event they have. It's like once you get into that screen. Like Manny gets out of the car and he takes his sweet time getting out of the car. <laughs> so there are multiple times where I like went there and it's like I would wait. next minute of my life would be like him getting out of the car, me clicking. He like gets in, gets all situated, puts a seatbelt on, like <laughs> takes a drink or whatever, and it gets. But yeah, but it's like it's like as you're walking through the middle of the petrified forest yeah. and you go up into the the really big area, which by the way I think is one of the most wasted spaces in the entire <laughs> game. There's one key to get out of that that whole area. Yeah. But anyway, so you, so he's walking up to the corner and he's doing his normal slow walk, and then it switches camera angles so you can see that huge expanse. And he's this tiny little guy in this gigantic forest area where you have to walk all the way across. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just like, at that point, I was like, are they like trolling me at this point? <laughs> like, they could be. Yeah. So you're supposed to put. So you put like a signpost down and it shows you where to go. And yeah, it's. I mean, it's a total waste of time. We, we, I, we should review more games that Scott doesn't like. This is like, <laughs> far more entertaining than the usual <laughs> gushing. Yeah. yeah. I can't. I just can't believe I didn't know there was a different way to play it. Oh, I feel man. so bad. I mean, it's like. Yeah, I don't know I, what to say. I, guess I, don't, I guess Steve had the same thing. Yeah, I, I had yeah. no idea. I mean, I, I, that's why I. I mean, I, I played it for like I don't know an hour or something. I mean, well, I, did you do any hints? You didn't even tell us. Actually, no, I didn't do any hints. See, that seems unplayable. To so me. I just like went around and around oh, did you as stupid, far as you like, did first, like, like that, that whole the city until I finally like got out. You know, in the car and got out of there. Yeah. How, by the way, so with the balloon animal thing, like I looked up. He offers you like five or six different ones. Yeah, it's like you can do a cat or a dingo or. Robert Frost. Or, <laughs> um, what was another one? The worm and then the... the and dead worm. Dead worm. So th- the hints say you need two dead worms, which I don't even think it would have been clear to me that I needed multiple of anything. Yeah. But he asks you what you want, and so you're supposed to ask for two dead worms so you right. can fill up the, the liquid stuff, right? That was the that was the first puzzle where I hit a brick wall. I yeah. was like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, why? In what universe would i consider because i was like i had gotten on my own to the mental point where i'm like 
I need to put something in the tube yeah, to like sure. mess up the yeah. machine. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I got that. I was trying to put the fire extinguisher in there. I'm like, yeah, like, <laughs> that's not on fire. That'll totally screw it up. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, it looks like it would fit. Like, why won't you know? And you can shove a loaf of bread down in there. And I'm like, I don't know. It's like it's kind of running out of ideas. And it never occurred to me. It's like, oh, I should get an empty balloon and then fill it up with this packing material, yeah. and then have another balloon full of the other packing material and put them both down. And it's just like. How did people survive before the internet? I, I mean, I guess there was a technical internet at that time, but like not, yeah, I mean, not that I everybody think, had. Well, weren't like like hints books like a big deal? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like uh, for a bunch of our like Nintendo sixty four games, I think like our parents would buy the game and the hint book yeah. just like at the same time, which in hindsight was actually kind of fantastic because then you didn't spend all this time just like, oh, this is the worst. I'm like wasting all this time. Yeah. It's not fun. It's like just look it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how you beat the water temple. Great. Okay. Like, you know, and you don't have to like muck around with like trying to figure all this stuff out. Um, but they, so they actually lampooned that in Toy Story 2 where like Rex was like trying to play the game and he's like, they make it so you actually cannot finish the game with the hint book. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I think for some of those actually, they, I think they would write them as the game was being yeah, developed. Yeah, yeah. So, like on day one, you could buy, it's not like they didn't have free yeah. access to the game. So it's like, <laughs> in hindsight, I'm like this smells a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> a little, a little bit of a racket. Just a smidge. The puzzles did seem like they leveled out a little bit in year the second year, mm-hmm. where it was a little bit more like, oh, this guy gives you a, a picture of somebody. It's like, oh, okay, I can imagine showing a picture to somebody to like identify them. Mm-hmm. It's not like on the worm level of like yeah. what the, and like the pigeons. Like there was like there was some uh, bizarre logic. Was it was like you had to put I forget like you put like some meat down and then like. The balloon cat, and it's like, yeah, they it's eat like, and then get scared. And it's like, it's like, yeah, it was weird. So, like, drunk, you had to, you had to take the bread and like grind up the bread into crumbs and put it like in this little like bowl or whatever. Uh. And they'd fly over it. Well, let's back up. So, like, the piece of information that you're supposed to know, which is reasonable, is that like pigeons are scared of loud noises. Okay. We're still within the realm of reality. <laughs> sure, sure. But then when Manny goes up on the roof and he sees like all the pigeons sitting there, he's going to like, hey, pigeons, blah. And they don't do anything. So you're like, oh, I guess they're not scared of loud noises, right? Or like these are special like tough guy pigeons that don't, <laughs> that don't care. In fairness, they are dead. So. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, you like you, you can like grind up the bread and like put it in the bowl and they fly over. And then if you try to like interact with them again, then they like just come all at you. And you're like, um, okay, I'm kind of out of ideas. So you have to like, not only, first you have to I think put the balloon down. It yeah. can be any balloon I think, and then uh, oh okay. yeah, and then you grind up the bread, and then they eat the bread, and then at some point they will pop the balloon, and then the loud noise of the balloon will scare away all the pigeons. Right, and it's sort of like, well, if why the balloon? Like why can't I spray the fire extinguisher at them? Why doesn't just shouting at them make them like? Why is it? Why is it specifically the balloon popping? That scares the pigeons and nothing else. It's why like, are they just pigeon skeletons? I mean, there's all kinds of questions yeah, that occur. You know, it's like, why are they such like ridiculously aggressive pigeons? I don't know. Like, why is Manny afraid of pigeons? I, it, He's just, they're all skeletons. The public is right to know. I just don't understand. Existential crisis. Yeah, you know, so it's like, and I, just so many of the puzzles were kind of like that, where yeah. it was like, you just have to sort of read the designer's mind. And I think that like, thankfully, like a lot of games have sort of like learned these sorts of lessons where yeah. it's like, okay, Maybe we should foreshadow these things a little more strongly. Maybe we should like give some like more strong hints the longer you get it wrong, like right. all kinds of stuff. But I do, by the way, I don't know if this is intentional, but I love Manny's like disaffected reaction to the things he does. <laughs> to just everything. He'll, like, yeah, he'll just like he'll like crunch up the bread and he'll be like, That's not gonna work. It's like I almost feel like he's like 
he's acting on the player's behalf of like yeah. just reacting to that this is ridiculous <laughs> which makes it kind of more enjoyable because yeah. he's like you know that's not on fire yeah. it's like well i know <laughs> i was expecting to be on yeah. fire you know or like uh in the second year when you like own the club and you like go down to the basement yeah. and everyone's playing roulette and you like try to talk to one of the patrons you'd be like not while they're losing yeah <laughs> don't talk to them now they're yeah. busy losing their money i do like how the the um uh the not the goblin what is it what, the demon your demon card driver. I always like playing the piano. I think that's pretty funny. Oh, that was pretty great. Well, they both had like the white jacket and like yeah. the outfits. Yeah, that on. whole thing that noir, and it's unfortunate you didn't get to that part because I think that actually is more that sort of like it yeah, sells it has that, a cool style. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a lot. Of, it it made the whole thing make more sense at that point. Yeah. So, so, are you going to play more now that you know you can run? I don't know. I've, I should. I want to at least see that I'm running like, <laughs> to know that I had done it. I guess or yeah. like know that how fast it is. You yeah. know. I'm kind of curious how it ends, and if you're not going to finish it, then I mean, this can tell us. But mm-hmm. uh, if you if you might finish it, then we shouldn't. We shouldn't I don't know. It. I maybe maybe I don't know if I'm like okay. browsing websites. I'll like have it in one window, like <laughs> just like yeah. okay. running faster than he was walking. But. Okay, I'll write down an envelope and slide it over <laughs> to Steve. And that way he can. Are, are you going to play anymore? Are you you just? <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Okay, so you're I mean, if I was running, I don't, I don't know. I, I just don't want to sit with like you know the hint site, basically just following along. I don't yeah. know. I just. I, mean, I do get satisfaction solving the puzzles. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously not a lot when they're like they feel arbitrary and like stupid and like really that's all it was, um, like like they do in this game. But I, I don't, I don't know, just following along in the puzzles just feels like why am I doing this? Why well, I just read the, the site <laughs> and, just, I, and it usually says like you know you know Manny does blah blah, blah and then like and then, and then it's the instruction. I'll just, I'll just read all the steps in between and figure out like what's going to happen in the game and why nice. it's actually playing. I mean, that's like, that's the, again, like, like the art style is so beautiful that yeah. I'm going to miss it visually. Um, you guys seen the version of, I don't know if it's the first Uncharted, or maybe actually it's all three, but there's a version of it where somebody played through the whole game, mm-hmm. but they edited it down so that it's just the cutscenes and enough of the gameplay to like connect them together and like make them make sense together. And it's like a three hour movie. Like you don't yeah. you just sit there and just watch the whole plot like unfold. It's incredible how much dialogue they have to record. And yeah, like, it's yeah. crazy. And when you sit down and watch it all, you're like, smokes like you're not even playing the game like this is like the short version yeah it's like three plus hours long you're like well, that's pretty r- ridiculous but i don't know like laura has said that like you know she thinks it's fun to watch me play those games right my mom kind of actually does the same thing too yeah. like she'll watch my brothers play games well i'm trying to remember the one that just recently uh they were playing that she was like actually kind of into um oh man i can't remember it wasn't uncharted maybe it was the last of us um, Tomb Raider, the new one. I don't, know, I, think it was, I don't think it was the new Tomb Raider. I don't think it was Dead Space either. But it was something. It was something where it was just kind of like she had no interest to play the game, yeah. but she was interested to see how the plot would yeah, resolve I could itself. See that, yeah. Yeah. And so it was yeah. like, yeah. So you know, it was kind of cool. Um, so maybe maybe somebody should do that. They should make like the, just, just the cutscenes from. Grim yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just just do just do like a screen recording of them playing all the way through all of Grim Fandango, and then just cut it down to just like. The funny dialogue and like interesting action bits and cutscenes and that's yeah, what I, 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 I watched that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that some of the game companies are like nervous about is that you would like that's I mean irrationally but that's where they're afraid that they don't want let's plays on YouTube because they're afraid people like won't play the game because they can just watch. Oh, which in most cases I really don't think that's what it is like because you you in my opinion I see a game being played and it's like that looks really fun I think I'll go play this game that I hadn't thought about before yeah I think I almost never am like oh I don't need to play I'll just watch somebody else play because usually it's just too long anyway to like 
Yeah, and half the time you're like, no, go look at that thing. That looks yeah. way more interesting. What are you doing going over there? That looks boring. Let's go look at that interesting thing. Yeah. But you're not in control, right? So yeah. like you want to. This would be the exception because I wasn't, you know, I was enjoying playing it. But yeah. like, yeah. makes sense. Cool. Okay. I think we've totally exhausted. The <laughs> <laughs> okay. See you next time. Yep. Yeah. How did I keep a straight face? You're all that. It's like, what are you doing with this? I don't know. Um, Test. Test. What's the one I'm thinking Test. of right now? Um, I don't know. <laughs> is it um, animal rock or animal vegetable or mineral? Yeah. <laughs> rock. There's one that I kept struggling with. I guess that's kind of the same thing, but. Like, oh, oh. Do you eat pumpkin seeds? Like, wait, what do you mean? Like, like, in what like recreationally? <laughs> No, I mean, like, as a snack. Medicinally? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Actually, so, according to Google, whelm is a word. It is a, it is, but however, it is archaic and literary. Oh. So somebody Perfect. walked around it. <laughs> so we love it. Is there an example of, like, in a sentence? Uh, indeed there is. A swimmer whelmed in a raging storm. Hmm. A brook whelmed up from its source. Oh. It was, it was all the rage in the 1850s. Petered out after that. Right? <laughs> oh, underwhelmed was just really not a thing until the until like the nineteen seventies. Wow. Well, it really started picking up with the nineteen fifties, but like, look at this. It's just very. So I told you to say like Shakespeare invented it or something, but seriously, not to like the nineteen fifties. People use the phrase underwhelmed or the word underwhelmed. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> a little bit later than I would have thought. Yeah, it's, it's a little like really, guys. I'll I don't see know what, how I feel about it now. <laughs> Overwhelmed, on the other hand, has been going strong since at least the early 1800s. Now, wait a minute. (laughs) Hold on. It took us 100 years to change over to under. Let's be real. I bet this was like they were using it ironically. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no, guys. It's just like overwhelmed. It's the opposite. Hey, man. So, So overwhelmed is... So, so whelmed basically means to be submerged and to be overwhelmed to be, means to be submerged below a large mass. So you can be whelmed in the sea, but overwhelmed by like a wave in the sea. Okay. And then underwhelmed. So then, so those two, so those, two, I can see, see how, Actually, how I got there, right? Yeah. So like, yeah, this is starting to make more sense. This but is underwhelmed like some sort of like but, weird, but, like postmodern. But like, underwhelmed is like, it kind of breaks the metaphor a little bit. Like, it's like, it's like, does that mean you're emerging from the sea? Like, it's like, or it's just like a little wave. You're like, <laughs> it's kind of expecting a bigger wave. A little underwhelmed right now. <laughs> they don't do that in the video. Right. right. Typically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then there's a part after that, right? That's the, that's the, that's intro. just the actual. Is this a show? Yeah. Is this a show? <laughs> is this a show? <laughs> this is actually this is finally it, the show. It's the buffer between when we start and the outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really thin why everybody's veneer. watching. Yeah. This tiny, it's pretty thin wafer. <laughs> Weld. <laughs> we'll have a spoiler for your review and then full discussion afterward. Hmm? Okay. Sounds good. We're going to so look at I'll go into yeah. this camera. All right. This week we're reviewing Grim Fandango Remastered. We'll start with a spoiler-free review and then... Nope. <laughs> Had me hanging. I was like, what's going to happen? <laughs> what is going to happen? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try one more with your arms flipped around backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's fine? We're really good at this. Everything's fine. <laughs> I feel so much better about this right now. <laughs>
like these are special like tough guy pigeons 